We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Keefa Blakesley. And today we are interviewing Alexa Vega from The Hunters, reviewing the films Free Birds, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Rabbit, and Transformers Prime Beast Hunters, Predacons Rising. So right now we are speaking with Kiefer about the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So how are you today, Kiefer? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. It's very great to have you join us today, so please tell us about this film. Well, it all starts in 1947, where cartoon characters live amongst us like regular people. One of those characters is Roger Rabbit, voiced by Charles Flintshire, who was framed for murdering Marvin Acme, the owner of Toontown. And our detective, Eddie Valiant, played by Bob Hoskins, has to get to the bottom of it before Toontown is destroyed. Mm, this seems very interesting. I I loved like little stories when I was like five and six about Roger Rabbit and like Goldilocks. I, I just love those stories. They were so short, but they made so much sense. So was the storyline easy to understand in this film? I thought it was it was very easy to understand and it with a very original story like this it was pretty easy to understand, pretty much your kind of buddy cop film. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was easy to understand. And talking about this uh, original, do you think it was extremely original? Or do you think it had, like, a twist and turn from regular? Oh, it had a big twist. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the whole ending with this one villain, Judge Doom, played by Christopher Lloyd. Huge twist. But... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it was a very original film because this was back with live action with animation together mm-hmm. in this film. And I this, love when they do that. They add it together. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I love it too. And this film really perfected that art. So, yeah, it was yeah, a few interesting turns. <laughs> interesting. So, in this film, I it seems, I mean, just by you telling me what it's about, it seems like it's very interesting. So, what stood out to you? Well, I think what really stood out is how the actors interact with these animation characters mm-hmm. because this is, they're not really there, but this Eddie um, Bob has to do a lot of physical comedy with this, with Roger, because he's pulling his ears, he's he's 
holding him. He's putting him in his jacket. His jacket moves when he's holding him in his jacket. And they go through, they fall in water. They do, they go through brick walls. So I love the special effects with that because that was amazing. Yeah, when they have, they have live action with animation, it's so much harder for the actors because they have to like, act like they're they're actually touching them and they're actually like talking to them and I was just like wow that's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so how's the cin- cinematography in this film? Oh, I remember going back in this film cuz this is one of my first movies I ever saw. Um <laughs> I remember a lot of really dark cinematography like shadows, lightly lit rooms with hardly any light in them and but when when you get the animated characters like Roger in there, they pop out. So the cinematography is that kind of really 1940s crime street films, but mixed in with these animation characters. So it was an interesting mix. You said it's kind of like 1940-ish. How's the wardrobe and makeup? Um, it was pretty much your typical 19. 19- um, 40s dress up you have polka dotted skirts pills and the detective wears mm-hmm. the over jacket like dick tracy yes. and the fedora and everything so and the butlers wear like these very fancy ties nowadays so yeah it was that's the wardrobe was very good for not only live action but for the animation characters as well when you said like the detective like doesn't it always seem as though in every film or in every book or in every tv show they always have the same like kind of dress up like you have to have the fedora you have to have the magnifying glass you have to have the big coat it's i always love that yeah if you could be any character who would you be and why oh uh i would really like to be Roger Rabbit, because one, uh, I I really love, he's a tune. I always want to be a cartoon character. Well, who says I'm not a cartoon character now, but. Uh, <laughs> we could just be dreaming. I could be just <laughs> dreaming right now. I'm, a, I'm actually an animated rabbit. And <laughs> I like him because he's just so chipper. And even with these very kind of dark scenes in the story, it he really knows that laugh is best medicine. And even with, when he's in a bar with crooks and people that pretty much kill for a living, he still is able. To, he's still so happy around. Like he sings and dances, and he's <laughs> so chipper and bright. Much like his animation design. Because a lot of a lot of people know that in dark situations you have to laugh. So he's just showing that to everyone. Yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host Kiefer Blakesley. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are interviewing Alexa Vega from The Hunters, reviewing the films Free Birds, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and Transformers Prime Beast Hunters Predacons Rising. So right now let's continue speaking with Kiefer about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And we were just speaking about who Kiefer would be if he could be any character, and he said Roger Rabbit because he's very, very chipper. So how many stars do you give this film out of five, Kiefer? I give this five out of five stars. And why is that? Because, for one, is this is my childhood memory. This is <laughs> one of my big favorite films. And two, because I have a really connection with this film because 
it's all your favorite cartoon characters in one movie. Mm. Like, kind of like Wreck-It Ralph, where you get all your favorite video game characters. This film had Disney, Warner Brothers, MGM cartoon characters all in one sort of universe. And wow. seeing them all together, and they're not just cameos, they actually talk to the they actually talk to you and you see Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse together, which is sort of surreal. <laughs> but it's like you're not yeah. supposed to be together. Yeah, you're not supposed to be together. You're two rival companies. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, and again the revolutionary special effects, story and writing and acting. So yeah, that's yeah. why I, I love it. I love when they make films and they keep making them or cartoons and they keep making them and then like maybe every 15 um maybe every 15 years or maybe every 10 years they seem to make something that has everything in it like everything that they made in the past so it's like you get little little things that have everything in it and i bet yeah. in the next 20 years we'll have another thing that has everything in it yes <laughs> are there any messages or morals that you found in this film Yes, pretty much the moral is always have a little kid in you, I guess, because the moral was a little hard to find, but when you really dig deep into it, you actually find that Eddie Valiant doesn't have much of a sense of humor, but he learned, but he needs to learn in this film that laughter is the best medicine and even weapon in this film. And once you see the movie, you'll get the joke. <laughs> okay, when I see it, I'll be like, <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> Who, what, I mean, what is your favorite scene? I already said who's your favorite character. Now, what's your favorite scene? Favorite scene is when Eddie enters into Toontown. And why is that your favorite scene? Because, again, I told you cinematography was very dark and lightly lit in rooms. Mm -hmm. This is when you get all the color, all the sunshine. It's like this whole out of the darkness and into light scenario. And again, you see all your favorite characters and you get that and the parents can go like, I remember when I was a kid, I saw <laughs> that that character. I thought he was I don't think he was around anymore. Like Droopy <laughs> in the elevator and everything. Tweety Bird. I oh, mean, I love Tweety Bird. Oh, it's hilarious. It's like this little picky with the market, this little picky with the <laughs> Oh, we ran out of pities. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I love that I love that scene because it's just it's so colorful, and again, all your favorite characters are there. It's like Wizard of Oz when it's like when it starts out black and white, and then it turns into color. It's like exactly. whoa, color. <laughs> exactly. So, what age range do you give this film? I would give it eleven-year-olds and up, because there is some slight bad language, because this is kind of a yeah crime movie but when you really look past it it's still a very good family film to show your kids because if you show your kids this this would be like man back in them old days we had black and white cartoons and old cartoon characters like that so yeah, yeah I bet parent, all parents love to say well back in my day <laughs> and they just lecture their kids about what happened yeah well Kiefer thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about who framed Roger Rabbit. My pleasure. Always happy to do. Always happy to. <laughs> it's playing all month on HGNet Movies Kids Scene in December, so please check that out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host Brianna Hobiton, and I'm your co-host Keeper Blakesley from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. 
Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking with a special guest, Danny Zaslav from the Mama Donnie Band, plus Alexa Vega from the new Hallmark film, The Hunters, and we will be reviewing Mrs. Doubtfire and The Hunters. So right now we are talking with Alexa Vega, and she was just telling us all about the film The Hunters, which is such an incredible film. I can't wait for you guys to check it out on the Hallmark channel. Um, so Alexa, what was your favorite scene to work on? Um, you know what? We... We shot all of the outside stuff within one week, and um, we were in a place called Squamish, Canada. So we were outside in this gorgeous wilderness, and the weather was beautiful. And there's a scene where we're literally running through the woods because we're being chased by a car. And the truth was we were actually being chased by this car. It was so scary because my boots were so heavy, and we had to run 
so quickly and and I'm like, okay, well, what happens if I trip? And the stunt guy's like, don't worry, I'm you know trained to stop. So I'm like, okay, here we go. But the feeling of truly running as fast as you can and looking back in that car being right at your heels, you are just praying not to trip or not to fall, but just to make it. And there is a sense of urgency and 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 you're just your heart starts beating so quickly that it almost becomes real in your mind. Yeah. So, so definitely the car chase you need to go outside. That definitely sounds like it would be a very intense scene to work on. But it, it paid off it because the suspense in that scene was fantastic. Oh, great, great. We, and we were worn out. We definitely lost some weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was it like working with the cast and crew? Because I know talking with some people, they get really, really close with the cast and crew, and they're like a family. And with others, they don't have that same effect. So what was it like for you? Without a doubt, and I could say this hands down, and I'm pretty sure Robbie and Keenan and Nisha, our wonderful director, would say the same thing. This was the best time I have ever had working on a film. Um, I, I we actually we ended up calling ourselves the Ark, and it stands for Alexa, Robbie, and Keenan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they'd say like from the Ark to set. <laughs> um, you know, it's very rare for you to find a bond we have. And Nisha Ganatra, our director, I always say that the vibe from a set starts from the top when you have a very good leader and somebody who's loving and giving and works incredibly hard. It's going to trickle down to the rest of the people that you're working with because when they see a director wanting to give so much and willing to work super hard for it, it makes the crew want to work hard for it. It makes the want to work hard for it. And when you have that kind of spirit on set where it's just teamwork and everybody working together to make something happen, it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. I mean, you can't help but become a family because you're all in this together. Absolutely. So what age group would you recommend for this film? Um, you know what? I don't think it gets too scary. So I would even say, you know, definitely like nine to... I don't know. You can be however old because there are some great things for the parents and really fun things for young kids and just exciting things for teenagers. I feel like this is a true family film. So I I would say nine and up or even younger. It's really geared toward a a young audience with enough stuff for um, older parents that they won't get bored. They'll really enjoy it. I absolutely agree with you, and um, previously on the show, we reviewed the film The Hunters, and all of the kids reviewing it gave it fantastic reviews and said, you know, hands down five stars, and that it has a huge age demographic that it can cover. Absolutely. I think that's something that's really fantastic about this film because it's also, since it's on the Hallmark Channel, like, families can sit down and watch it together and not have to worry about, like, children fighting over whose movie they got to pick for that night. Exactly. And, you know, and that's something that I really love to do. Um, It's kind of been interesting lately because I'm I'm at a place in my career where I am doing more grown-up roles as well, things that aren't necessarily for kids. So it's so nice and refreshing to be able to go back and do a, a really fun family movie that brings everybody together. I'm a, I'm the oldest of six kids. So I am all about family movies and uh, all about making movies that they can see. Cause my youngest sibling is four. So um, the more projects I can do that they can see and sort of be a part of, I'm just all for it. 
Absolutely. Well, speaking about your sort of acting career and how broad it's been, you've been acting since you were four and, you know, yeah. you landed your role as the Spy Kids, which was incredible. So what advice do you think you have for young actors that want to pursue a career in the entertainment industry? I feel like it, with acting, you you cannot give up. Um, and the one thing that my mom always did was she made me keep up with my schoolwork along with my real work and you have to learn how to balance both and it's not easy and it's not for everyone but it's so important to have an education while you're working and I know that if I ever slipped in my education my mom never would have let me be an actress so first and foremost definitely education seriously it's very very important um, but if acting is something that you want to do persistence is key because because there are so many actors, and as you get older, your competition grows so much and it expands. So, so I feel like if you want to do it while you're younger, don't be afraid to go for it and give it all you've got. And you can't be afraid of rejection because half the time they're not hiring you because they're, they're like not not going to hire you because you aren't good, but maybe you have the wrong hair color or wrong eye color. Maybe you didn't look enough like the person who's supposed to play your mom or dad. So don't always blame yourself because it's not always you. Sometimes it's beyond you, but just give it all you have. And, and one day it will work out. You just have to believe in yourself. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that fantastic advice. And thank you so much for being on the show with us. It was lovely talking to you. And I cannot wait for our audience to check out The Hunters, which is on the Hallmark Channel on the 25th. So guys, be sure to check it out. Because like Alexa and I said, it's a fantastic family film. And it definitely brings a lot of new elements to the fairy tale table. So again, Alexa, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Raven. It was so much fun. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember 
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope and you are listening to Voice America Kids, and today we are going to be interviewing Alexa Vega from The Hunters and reviewing the films Free Birds, Who Friend Roger Rabbit, and Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. Right now, I am talking with Anthony on the movie Free Birds. How are you doing, Anthony? I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much. Since I haven't seen this film yet, I, can you tell us a little bit about what this film is about? Well, this movie is really about a turkey named Reggie, who, well, is the free bird, so he doesn't, isn't going to be eaten. He thinks he's having the best time of his life. But then a turkey named Jake takes him and takes him to a time machine where they go back to the first Thanksgiving to try and get turkeys off the menu. Wow. That seems pretty original, trying trying to get turkey off the menu in a time machine. Hmm. When I saw a trailer, I'm thinking, okay, we have DreamWorks with turkeys going in a time machine. And I'm thinking, that's original. <laughs> so I think it's going to be a fun film. So since this is an animation, what do you think of the animation? Well, I thought um, animation was pretty good. Um they, the turkeys, I mean, there are a few things that didn't really look right. Like, the baby turkeys kind of looked like chicks instead of actual, well, baby turkeys. Mm. So I thought that was kind of shaky, but I thought it was really cool. Mm. Well, that sounds interesting because, well, an animator does have to make sure that, the tur- that turkeys look like turkeys. But sometimes... The animator wants to animate what what he wants to. Like, if he thinks a chick should look like a baby turkey, then he wants to make it a baby turkey. So, the voice, we have some pretty famous voice actors like Owen Wilson and Woody Harrelson. What did you think of the voice acting? Um, I think the voices really went along with the characters. That It was really good. It showed a lot of... um emotion in them uh one just started acting weird and i really like that yeah i think voice acting can be very hard for for actors to do because unlike when the camera's actually on them you're able to use facial features and actually use your body but in animation films you can't the audience can't see that so it has to be all through your voice so i can find that pretty challenging um what was your favorite part in this film? 
Um, well, my favorite part um, would be when Jake started to fight with another turkey. But um, instead of fighting, they were pretty much dancing. So it was like a dance-off. I thought it was really, really funny. Eventually, some squirrels started to um, started to watch them. I thought it was really funny because they started doing all tons of different things. The tango. I thought it was just really funny. <laughs> that sounds funny. I never thought I would see the turkey do the tango with squirrels watching them. <laughs> well, you can say you've seen everything, but unless you see Freebird, you haven't seen everything. You mentioned that there was a lot. There was this is a funny scene. So does this make it just a comedy? And if so, did you think the comedy worked in this film? Well, I mean, it doesn't really make it a comedy. It would kind of be like a action, action comedy. Um, also has like a little um, tense. Yeah, that's what the action's for. So yeah, I'd probably just say it's an action comedy. And does the comedy work in this film? Yes, it it works. Um, I mean, there are pretty funny things that I think a lot of people would like. Hmm. And who's your favorite character in this film? Uh, let's see. My favorite character was probably Jake because he is really funny. And if it wasn't, because uh, if it wasn't for Jake, this movie would all be about Reggie eating pizza, watching TV on demand for the rest of his life. Hmm. Well, back to the comedy, I, I actually want to ask you, what made it? What made this film really funny? Like, what are the things that actually popped out with the comedy? Um, let's see. People doing really weird things. Um, them trying to attack the pilgrims so they will get turkeys off the menu. Um, Jake and another turkey fighting with each other. So there's quite a lot of things. Well, it sounds hilarious, especially when people are doing weird things, which we tend to do a lot. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we're, talk, we're going to be interviewing Alexa Vega from The Hunters, reviewing the films Free Birds, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Transformers Prime Beast, and Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. I was just talking with Anthony of how the comedy is really funny because the humans do weird stuff and there's a lot of dancing turkeys and everything. So, who would you recommend this film for? I'd probably recommend it from, well, let's see, one from like all the way to the bottom, all the way to about maybe age 10. Because, I mean, this movie is really good, but it's also kind of babyish. Uh, thinking about talking turkeys. So, I mean, I'd probably say 1 to 10 because I don't really think teenagers would like it as much. And can you elaborate how it's babyish? Um, let's see. They're making a lot of different things that are, well, weird. Talking turkeys, people, um, people acting weird, people trying to, let's see. I just don't think that teenagers would really like it as much because I think that they would think it's too babyish. Well, yeah, because teens would be 
scenes were more like watching action movies and car explosions and instead of talking turkeys trying to get trying to get turkey off the menu. I mean, actually, it sounds interesting, but I bet they would get bored pretty fast. But that's just me. This we did mention that the story is very original. Do you think it's really the most original thing you've seen, or is it just kind of predictable? Well, I mean, it's pretty original, but what I think is predictable is probably when they're trying to get turkeys off the menu. If turkeys are thinking, oh, I don't want to die, but I'm going to get my head chopped off. So I think it could be pretty much like. Yeah, it does. It is in. It is very rich. It is like that. How turkeys want to take um, themselves off the menu. I mean, it is a little bit hard to uh, kind of think that turkeys ever think that, but it is a children's film, and you kind of have to stretch your imagination. So, how many stars would you give it? Um, I'd probably give it four out of five so Well, four and a half stars, because well. It, the only thing that I could probably take out of it was it was kind of babyish. I wish they, uh, no. What I'd probably take out of it is the chicks. They were supposed to look like baby turkeys, not little chicks. So that's probably the only part that kind of got me confused. But so I'd probably give it four out of five. Four out of five stars. Well, I'm just gonna have to see the movie and and see if it's worth checking out. Talking about the animation, talking about the animation, how do you think the designs of the characters, besides the baby chicks, which you said was pretty distracting, did what? What about the other designs, like the humans and the other birds? Well, I think that the designs were pretty accurate. I mean, it was the first Thanksgiving, and they showed the pilgrims, and it kind of made sense. They had wooden houses too. I think it would make sense. The only thing that I did not get is that. The people had like tons and tons of different weapons that didn't, that didn't want to have yet. Like, I think they had some snipers. Um, but I still think that this the animation was amazing. Humans looked nice, the turkeys looked nice, except for the baby chicks. But it was it was really good. What can you do with you chicks? Uh, well, it looks like the story has gone through. Turkeys wanting to get turkeys are uh, being fat enough for Thanksgiving. They fight the humans so we so they won't be eaten. But in the end, what have we learned? What is the moral of this turkey politicianal story? Um, one thing: don't go back in time, or it could mess up the future. Mm. Uh, second thing: is fight for your family. I like that. Fight for your family. That's that's always a good message to teach for kids, because it shows that the characters can are willing to go back in time and risk their lives just so they can get themselves off the menu. So that is a very, that's a good moral. Yeah, wouldn't you agree, Anthony? Yeah, it's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Anthony, for talking to me about free birds. You're welcome. Well, let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you are listening to Voice America. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Keith Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope and you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are going to be interviewing Alexa Vega from The Hunters free and interviewing the, and reviewing the films Free Birds, Who Framed Roger Rabbits, and Transformers Prime Beast Hunters, Predacons Rising. And right now I'm talking with Brianna on the Transformers movie. <laughs> How are you doing, Brianna? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. So... I have not seen this film yet, but can you tell us a little bit about what this movie is about? I'll definitely tell what it's about. It's about Bumblebee, who is obviously a Transformer, and his friends, they try to save their world because, I guess, over the past, like, they've they've tried to help people, but they keep getting attacked, and so they tried to save their world from Megatron, voice of Frank Walker, and it's they have problems, and they have obstacles and it's basically about how they're trying to save their home and save their world from the same person and they just have problems along the way so yeah i love the transformers movie in fact i watched the original show and the original movie 
Mm. And I love it. I'm I'm a total geek with it. <laughs> and but at least the Transformers movie had a shorter title than this movie. But yeah. <laughs> so this isn't. This seems like this has to be an animation film because I don't think Michael Bay was directing this. Um, how would you describe the animation in this film? Animation in this film has gone such a long way because when you if if you see like the first few animations that have been done and the animation now it's such it's such a difference and you get to know how we've progressed and i thought it was very clear you could not very detailed per se because they are transformers and it's not like they have dimples it's it, it has a lot of detail but not too much where you can see like i guess they're nuts and bolts of their body so <laughs> i like that i like the ending the nuts and bolts of their part of yes. their body <laughs> i like those films where you can actually appreciate how animation has gone a long way because animations are very expensive right with how long they've gone through the years i mean yes it's quite remarkable it's revolutionary i dare say <laughs> so since the animation sounds wonderful how would you describe the action? Is it just your typical rock'em sock'em robots? The action in this film was very good, and I really liked it. At some points, I didn't know who was on top of who or who was fighting who. Like, there would be a fight, or there would be someone running. But I'm talking about the fights now. But yeah there would be a fight and I wouldn't know what was going on because maybe they would get too close to a person's head. So I wouldn't, wouldn't really know what was going on. But other than that, the action was really good. <laughs> I like to kind of poke fun at the films when, when I see the rope, the characters actually really too close to the camera. I say, you're too close to the camera. Can you back up a bit? <laughs> Thank you. I can't see what's going on. <laughs> they want to, so, they want to, you know, Treasure their face. <laughs> treasure the face. Well, I, I like the treasure the face of Optimus Prime. <laughs> so, how was the voice acting in this film? Because I remember back, th back then the voice acting was very low and robotic. How was it in this film? It was, I mean, I, you could tell, like, it had a hint of robotic. Like, they, they said their T's and they said their L's and they said their D's. It was, it, it was pronounced very well. It was believable. It was convincing. Uh, they had different voices. Like it was like some people would be really low, and then some people would be really high, and it would have a variety of types of voices. And sometimes I couldn't understand them, like the really low voices. But other than that, I like that it had a variety of voices. Yeah, because one tone through the whole entire movie can be. Can get kind of tiring. Like yes, no one wants a monotone voice for the whole entire film. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I would get boring pretty fast. And besides, I I kind of like how that it's not the stereotypical like robotic voice. It's more <laughs> they're more clear and more smooth. Lively, and that's why yes. I like yeah, lively, more like humans, but they're robots. <laughs> <laughs> so you seem like a music lover, and and. I love the music from the original Transformers. So, what was how did you like the music in this film? Oh, you guessed it. I love music. Um, <laughs> I in in films, I just love I love the music because, as I said before, it makes it makes the film. I feel as though if you didn't have music in a film, then you you don't really have a film. And I know it's not that hard 
to put music in a film and maybe it is I don't know I don't make movies but um I it was at certain times it would be very dark and um dark because of the scene because sometimes people would be talking about a death or they would be looking at something sad or they would be looking at something angry like and the music would just be dark and I like how in those scenes that the music was so powerful, not like overwhelming, but you could tell that it's like, this is how they're feeling. They're feeling this way without telling you. So I like that. I'm glad you like the music because it seems it's, it's Transformers. They have actually a very good musical kind of album to it. So it sounds like it's going to be a great, mu- it's going to be a kind of good music to it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, this sounds like a great musical. <laughs> no yeah, I like to see Optimus Prime do the can-can while singing Les Miserables or something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Kiefer Blakesley. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we'll be interviewing Alexa Vega from The Hunters and reviewing the films Freebirds, Who Friend Roger Rabbits, and Transformers Prime, Beast Hunters, Predacons Rising. And we were just talking with Brianna on how the, uh, the music's great, it sets the tone right for the scenes, and how Octopus Prime would not look good in a musical. <laughs> <laughs> so, this Transformers has a very large array of characters. Which Transformer is more like you? More like me? Yes. I would say Bumblebee. He's mm. my favorite character, and I would see myself as him. I He has a very weird name, though. I... I wouldn't, <laughs> I've never heard the name Bumblebee, so, like, as a name for something, so, he has the same initials as me, though, so it's BB, but <laughs> I see him as me, or me as him, because he knows when to take charge, and I'm not saying that I always know when to take charge, and I always know how to lead people, but when I have certain times that I can lead people, and I know what to do, I'm very good at it, and he's, he's very good at it, so... That is the similarity between me and him. Yeah. Well, I, I like Bumblebee, too, so I guess we kind of connect there because we both like Bumblebee. Yes. And, yeah, Bumblebee is actually a very interesting name. <laughs> I don't, See? I don't, yeah. yeah. Well, since this is, it says Transformers in the, in the title, do you think this is just trans for Transformers fans, or can it be just for people wanting to watch a robotic movie? Robotic movie. Uh, I have not seen any of the Transformers. None of them. Because I've never been into Transformers. And well, when you get into Kids First, you always see films like sequels or or things that you've never watched. And then you see how big a variety of things are. And when I watched this film, I was just like, I've never seen this. But I would I would think about getting into like the previous ones and, and the original ones. It, it was a really good it was a really good film and I I really liked it and I think that it's not just for a Transformer people's <laughs> Uh, because I watched it and I liked it and I haven't been in Transformers in like forever <laughs> so I liked it so I think that other people will like it even though they're not into Transformers but people who love Transformers will definitely love this film well good well since you now have been acquaint- acquainted to Transformers 
go see the original show or the original or the original movie. If you're looking for a good Transformers movie, I wouldn't go directly to Michael Bay, but that's another review. That's, <laughs> that's another an review. Abs- that's an absolutely another review. But <laughs> <laughs> so, um, who would you rec? Um, what's the age range for this film? The age range I give this film is seven to fifteen, and I because I think of it as people under like maybe five or six more like five but people like young ones under five Mm -hmm. i don't think they would grasp and and get what was going on especially if they didn't see the other transformers i mean i'm guessing they already have because uh, i am but i think they will like it and they will kind of understand it but to enjoy films fully, I believe that you should understand it fully. So that's why I give it 7 to 15 age range. And before we run out of time, can you give, can you say how many stars you give this film? I give this film 4 out of 5 stars because it was a little confusing at the beginning, but I think that's just because I haven't seen the others. So I didn't, I didn't know what's going on, but by the middle, it's fine. I can totally understand it. And also, I couldn't, like, as I said before, like, with the deep, deep voices, I couldn't really understand what they were saying at times. But other than that, it was a really good movie. Well, that sounds good. I'm going to have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Brianna, for talking about the Transformers Prime Beast Hunters with me. <laughs> I always love talking to you. Always love talking to you. Next time, it'll be about Cupcakes and Josh Hutchison. Yes. So true. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our video reviews or of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit!
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 